0: hello everyone and welcome to this episode of pop goes the fandom i'm your host tyler and i'm here to talk to you today about the bat family so you may remember we talked about it in the last episode that that one was focused on batman and this one's focused on the supporting cast I'm really excited to talk to you about these guys. Uh, some of them are actually some of my favorite characters. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, weirdly enough, there's only been about six of uh, the supporting cast that have had Pops made. So it kind of made things a little bit easier trying to figure out which ones I liked. So, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this. So we're just going to kick off with a little bit of the history. So. You may remember that, well, I don't know if you, okay, if you don't know anything about Batman, this is all going to be news to you, Um, but if you know anything about Batman, you probably won't be, but, so, let me go down a little bit about this. The very first person that was a part of Batman's fat family is Robin, so you probably heard about Robin, I really hope so, it has been in live action, movies, TV shows, right now he's on Titans, and he's in Young Justice, really anything that includes DC characters, Robin's in it. There are multiple Robins. So there are. there's Dick Grayson Robin. He's the first one. Uh, he first appeared in Detective Comics number 38, which was in April two, 1940. Uh, so he was a young boy. Uh, he was orphaned. His family was killed by a mobster. Uh, and so Batman took him in, and he ended up becoming Robin. So he's definitely the most famous one. Uh, he goes on to become Nightwing. Uh, which is one of my favorite characters. Uh, he actually becomes Batman for a while. Although, honestly, almost like all the Robins have become Batman at some point, so that's not really as big of a point of contention. But he is famous for being the one that Bruce Wayne has always said is his first son and his chosen successor. But I could go on and on about Nightwing. But uh, so, and then the second Robin is Jason Todd, uh, most notable for being killed. So, uh, Jason Todd was the Robin after Nick Grayson and he wasn't too greatly received so he actually was killed off uh the joker killed him beat him with a crowbar and then blew up the building he was in so it was really hardcore uh this happened in the 80s so most interesting about that is they actually did a campaign where you could call in and you decide whether or not jason todd lives or dies and jason todd died by a little bit and it was actually because someone used like an auto dialer so they rigged the system (laughs) to get him killed, I guess I really didn't like him, but, so he died, and he was dead for years, you know, I think it was, because he debuted in 1983, uh, he's killed off in 1989, and then he didn't come back until, I believe the early 2000s, and he was actually resurrected, and he came back, and he was a Red Hood, and he was a really extreme vigilante, he didn't have Batman's honor code, you know, where I can't kill people, he was like, I'm gonna kill all these people, uh, he actually, if you've seen Batman Under the Red Hood, which is a fantastic animated movie, he actually, like, he took over Black Mask's business, and he almost killed the Joker. And it was all because he couldn't understand why, you know, even though Batman has his code, why wouldn't he kill the Joker if he if he killed Jason Todd, you know? It was, he just wanted to be valued. He just wanted to feel like, I mean, yeah, and I know murdering someone doesn't really, like, shouldn't make you feel like you're valued, but, like, he's just like, well, why, why not, why not, you know? So he's pretty, he's pretty hardcore. And then next we go to the third Robin, Tim Drake. Uh, He is, he doesn't really, I mean, he becomes Red Robin in the new 52, but that's just because they're doing some weird stuff where, you know, uh, he was Robin and he wasn't Robin. I don't know. But this one is interesting because the first two Robins were, they were chosen by Batman, but Tim Tim, Tim Drake was the first one to choose Batman. actually figured out Batman and Robin's identities, um, and he saw that Batman was hurting because of Jason Todd dying, and so he knew that Batman needed a Robin, so he put himself, you know, he made it happen, and he is actually the one that has the, he embodies the detective side of Batman, which is really cool, um, you know, Red Hood embodies the vigilanteism, um, and Nick, you know, Dick Grayson, just kind of everything, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, so, He was also the third robin there have been other robins uh there's damian wayne robin which is a robin that's relatively new he's been around about 10 years um and he actually was he actually is like batman's biological son so it's got that added wrinkle um where he's you know he feels like he's the rightful heir even though batman is instead you know said specifically that dick grayson is the you know his first son so I actually haven't made a pop of him yet, surprisingly. Um, I'm surprised they haven't done that and done, like, Bat Cow because Damian Wayne is really big on um, animals. and Or they could do, like, a two-pack with, uh, you know, Damian Wayne and then Clark Kent's son, John Kent or Jonathan Kent, because Super Sons has been, like, a really big series that people loved. So it would be cool to do, like, a two-pack and show, like, their relationship and the dichotomy that they embody just like Batman and Superman does. And then you also have... Uh, you have Batgirl, who first appeared in 1961. Um, she was she first started out as Betty Kane as Bat Dash Girl, but then Barbara Gordon took over in 1967 and was just Batgirl, no dash. So, <laughs> debut in Detective Comics number 359. Um, you know she doesn't have affiliations with Batman. She actually wants to help, and she still wants to protect Gotham. So that's why she's part of the Bat family. Uh, she's also been intertwined with Dick Grace and Robin. Uh they've had an on and on again off again relationship which I've loved, uh which we've recently seen in Young Justice season three and I love that. It was awesome. Um they're really great together, but uh I mean and she's she's awesome. I mean the stuff she went through, she's gone through some really serious stuff in the comics and she's always come out on top. And she's come out stronger, turning, you know, her weaknesses into strengths, which is really cool. It really embodies what you want to do as a person. Next we have Batwoman. So Batwoman is actually, she's also relatively new too. There have been other ones um, earlier, but the one that we're going to talk about is the notable one from 2006. Now she appeared after Infinite Crisis. Her name is Catherine Kate Kane. She's most notice, she's most notable for uh, being, you know, one of the first comic LGBTQ plus uh, characters, which is a really, really great that they introduced that. Of course it was back in 2006 so it still relatively new which is surprising but you know someone had to be the first <laughs> uh but Kate Kane is the cousin of Bruce Wayne she is actually like she was in the military and she became Batgirl to be able or sorry and she became Batwoman and she wasn't really affiliated with the Bat family too much she's starting to a little bit more now yeah she's I mean she's a really big deal she's actually like she was the leader of Detective Comics for a while and she was the leader of a team um, and I think she deserves it. She's got the, I mean, she's got the background and she's really cool. Uh, and most notably, she is very pale so she looks kind of vampire-y. <laughs> I think, and she's actually about to, she had her show premiere just yesterday on Sunday, uh, October 5th, 6th and R- uh, Ruby Rose, who you may know of, uh, is actually playing Batwoman and I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be really cool. All right, and lastly, we have One of my other favorite incarnations is Batman Beyond. So, Batman Beyond isn't one of your typical Bat family members just because his story takes place in the future. Um, So, if you've seen the animated series, which you should, that is a must see. You know, Terry McGinnis, like he kind of breaks into Wayne Manor, Um, he finds a suit, and he wears a suit. And uh, this is a Batman who he's retired, so it's an old man, Bruce Wayne. So,. He's kind of the man, you know, the man in the chair for Batman Beyond. Uh, He's always on the back computer telling him anything, any information he needs. Uh, But he really, you know, Batman Beyond is cool because, A, he's got a really different, like, he's got a really cool futuristic costume. It's all black and red. It looks really cool. Um, And he can actually fly with, like, thrusters in his feet, which is really awesome. (laughs) I mean, he's just, he's different. You know, he's not the stoic Bat, you know, he's not the stoic Dark Knight that Batman was. You know, he makes quips and he... Has a, you know, he kinda has a good time. Um, I mean, he has good time as he can fighting crime, but and he's, just, he's a really different feel, and they did a really good job, and I love seeing him, and one day, I hope we see him in live action. I still think the Robert Pattinson one should have been Batman Beyond, but that is neither here nor there. But that's just a little bit about the different Bat Family members. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other ones that I wasn't able to cover just because of time, but I definitely urge you to check them out. You know, you got Spoiler, you got Huntress, you got Orphan, you have Bluebird, I mean, you have the signal. You, I mean, Catwoman could be seen as under Bat Family. Like, There's just a lot. So check them out if you want to find out more information. Uh, I mostly went over these ones because, A, they're the ones that are most notable and talked about. And, B, they're the ones that actually have pops about them. All right. So now we're going to talk about the thing we're here for, which is the pops. So first one I'm going to go over is Nightwing. I kind of wish they came out with, like, a, uh, a Robin for a lot of these guys because they only come out with their like legacy or their legacy characters like nightwing red hood red robin all that kind of stuff i kind of wish we could get a series where it's just them in their original robin costumes i think that'd be really cool you know what next year's robin's 80th maybe they'll do it you know we'll see hopefully they do Um, but so nightwing's costume so i chose so they have the original nightwing or like the like nightwing costume we're all familiar with the modern one um, but that was like an earlier one and it's a little bit more basic and I really hope that they re-release it hopefully next year, maybe, uh, with a little bit more going on because they actually did that with Batman beyond Batman beyond was one of the first. So he had like, you know, your more basic designs, but for his, uh, I think it's for his 20th collection, uh, they're actually packaging a special like metallic Batman beyond. It looks like they've updated the look. So I'm hoping they're doing that with other characters. So the night wing I'm talking about is the legion of the collectors Nightwing and that's actually his first appearance so uh if you've been on the internet and you've looked up nightwing at all uh there's actually like there's a term um that i first heard on one of my favorite podcasts geek history lesson that is called disco wing because the nightwing from the nightwing his first appearance his costume looks kind of ridiculous you know it's definitely you know it's older and it shows um he's got like it's like you know, a little bit darker blue jumpsuit with, like, (coughs) a, uh, like, lighter blue gloves and boots. Um, He actually has, like, this crisscrossed X for some reason. I'm not sure why they did that. Uh, And they don't really show it in this one very well, but he has, like, a really, like, high collar. And it just looked really, like, it looked really ridiculous. So uh, I'm glad they updated it to what it is now. But I think this pop actually looks really nice. Um, I love the sculpt. And I think it's cool that they honored his first appearance like this. Because, I mean, the other one is cool. So, like, this one isn't really holding anything in his hands. But the other one, like the modern look, is all black and navy. Which is, you know, my favorite color, so I'm all about it. But And he's holding his eskrima sticks, which are his, like, weapons of choice. Um, So, you know, they are two, like, rods in his hands. So, I think it's... I kind of wish they had added, like, a weapon to this one. Um, or the collar. I think the collar is missed. Um, it definitely makes it look a lot less ridiculous, so that's probably why they did it, but I think that they should have added it anyway, just to give homage to the original design. But I'd say this one, I mean, is good. Uh, I'd say probably a four out of five on the rating scale. Like I said, they could have taken it up to that next level if they had done the collar, they'd given them some weapons. Um, I kind of wish that these characters also had more action poses so like the next one I'm talking about is the Batwoman pop this one actually was rel- recently announced it's a PX exclusive but so and I'm guessing they're doing it because of the show because now she's building in popularity but it's a really it's a really beautiful looking pop so she's in an action pose she's crouched down she's got a, you know she's got a red batarang in her hand she's about to throw it she's about to take someone down um, and I I love the action pose Uh, The way they did her hair actually looks really good. It, like, comes over, like, the cowl, which is really nice. You know, it makes it look like actual hair, which is, you know, what you want. The black and red just looks stunning together. Um, She actually... I actually didn't know this until the pop came out, but her cape, which is, like, a flutter, um, is red on the inside. So, and it's black on the outside, which I think is really cool because you got that stealth, but you also still keep that color scheme, which is, you know, as a superhero... The color scheme is the most important part. You know, if you got bad coloring, people aren't going to really want to hang out with you. Or, you know, I mean, do you really want to be like in jail after you get stopped by so-and-so? And it's like, yeah, you know, you would just these really bright colors of like lime green and yellow. And you're just like, oof, oof. You know, you don't want to be a laughingstock of the villain community because you got stopped by that guy. So uh, the color scheme is really good. Um, I mean, honestly, like I don't really see how they could have improved this one. Uh, I think they did a really good job and although you know what they could have made her skin whiter because like i'm not overstating this when i say like she's like she's i mean she's like completely white so uh, like a paleness i've never seen before which you know this one may be based off of the ruby rose because obviously you can't make like a real life person chalky white so that might be where that might be why this is like that but that's the only thing i can see them really adding other than that i mean i think this one is a slam dunk i'd say this is probably a five I really don't think of anything that could really be added that would really make this stand out more. The next one I'm going to talk about is Batman Beyond. So like I said earlier, his is a little bit earlier, so it <laughs> doesn't have quite as many details as they do today, uh, but I think they're really, <coughs> they really cool. On this one, it's your basic Batman design, um, but it's all black with just the red logo. I love the logo. I think it looks really awesome. Um, so kind of similar to Batwoman on the coloring. Um, but. What's notable about this one, and the you don't you don't normally see this with like a lot of the pops, but he has a mouth, and it's in like this like grimace, like he's like angry. Uh, his eyes have like his eyelids are pointed down, which cl- you know classically says that he's angry. You know he looks like he's gonna beat someone up. You know he's got his fists are clenched, and I think it's it's cool that they did this one where he's like angry, um, especially because it's always what I kind of like about Batman Beyond, which is a little bit different than Batman. So you know when Batman with Batman's cowl you know, the mouth is cut out, right? But in Batman Beyond, it's not, you know, it's just a straight mask. Um, and so, but you know, but you can't, if you're animating that, you just you need to have some sort of mouth or else, like, it becomes really hard to, like, display emotions. So, you just see, like, the white mouth against the against the the cow and it's just like well that's not supposed to be there but so I think that's why they added that one and I like that a lot just because I always thought that was kind of funny that they had it like that because you know normally you see like their their mouths and but this like this mask was like nothing you know it's kind of like if you ever saw a superhero movie when <laughs> when Drake Bell's character first makes his suit and it looks all badass but uh like he didn't make a way for him to see through it or to breathe through it that's kind of what this reminds me of Oh you know, more effective than that though, obviously. Uh and you know it's got his utility belt, which kinda like has like this like little like it's kinda like an eye in the middle. Um so and it's you know, it's gray, or it's I guess it's supposed to be silver with like a red dot. So they're going with that black and red black and red color scheme. Um For a basic one, I mean this one's really good. They they put in those extra details that they could uh on the sculpt and I I like that a lot. Um I definitely give this one a four. Honestly, what I would love to see is a Batman Beyond taking flight. Um, so if you've seen the show, you've seen him take flight. But, like, he's got his arms outstretched, and he has, like, these little red wings, kind of like Spider-Man's web wings. Um, <clears throat> and then he's got his thrusters. So I'd love to see, you know, because they're doing a lot of stuff with, like, people in the air. Uh, I'd love to see him, like, outstretched with his wings taking off and, like, little, like, clouds showing that his thrusters are activated. I think that would be really cool. Uh, I would definitely be all over that one. To kind of give it a little bit more of a twist Okay, so the next one I'm going to talk about Is uh, the Red Hood Pop So the Red Hood Pop is relatively new uh, It came out last summer So 20 sorry 2018 summer um, I forgot what year it was but, So it's still relatively new It came out for It was a summer convention exclusive So they had him at SDCC uh, I love this one just because I love Red Hood's costume um, And they did a really good I mean they did a good job uh, But it's nothing like it's nothing crazy you know it's just him doing a, a regular pose regular pop pose uh but he's got the mask um they actually put in the eyebrows on the mask so you know he's like got his brow furrowed uh and they got the details of the mask showing that you know it's not just like a smooth plate that there are like seams um and they put like black around his eyes to show like he's seeing through a mask which i think is really cool because you could so easily just have done you know just a red head with some eyes on it but they they wanted to show that it was really a mask. Um he's got his gray like so he's all leather, you know, he's kind of like a biker, very aeroverse bat family member. <laughs> uh so he's got like a gray suit on um with his red bat symbol, which I think I like that one a lot. It's like the thicker bat symbol like you see with like Ben Affleck's Batman, um but in his red, so going obviously with the red hood. <laughs> uh so he's got like the gray suit on, you know. Uh, he's got tactical boots. He's got double holsters. Um, the only way that the holsters would have been cooler is if they were in the. I don't know why, but I'm really into like the the shoulder pit holsters. I don't know why they're like really cool, but because this is a Batman that kills. This is a Batman that uses guns. You know. This is, yeah. I mean, this isn't the this isn't your friendly neighborhood Batman. This is the Red Hood that kills you and kills the mobsters and kills anyone that does wrong. Um, a little bit more intense, a little bit extreme, a little bit nineties, even though he wasn't in the nineties. Um, yeah. So, and then he did a, uh, he has a brown like leather jacket over his, the rest like over his costume. Um, which I think is cool. Uh, I don't really know how much useful that is like superheroing, but I think it's really cool that they did that. But I i really like this one. I kind of wish that they had done like a honestly like an action pose you know him shooting his double holster or double pistols like while he's running um maybe like do a little bit of effects to make it seem like the you know the guns have shot um i think that would have made it cooler i think an action pose would make a lot of these just the extra mile i mean they're comic people you know they're not just standing around they're doing action so i think that's something that they could definitely improve on um another cool one i'm actually during my research i actually saw a custom of this was a uh, red hood where he's not wearing the helmet so he's wearing, you know, the red Domino mask, and he's wearing, you know, you see him, and he's got like a white streak because you know he got murdered. So nothing says you come back to the, you've come back from the dead than a white streak in your hair. So take notes uh, if you plan on being resurrected anytime soon. Um, I think it's a really cool custom. I think that'd be a cool thing they could do. So next, I'm gonna talk about Red Wing Robin. So this one is also relatively new. They have really upped their Batman family game in the past year. Um, maybe because the 80th, maybe just because they realized that people loved it. <laughs> But uh, so for some reason, they named him Red Wing Robin, which I don't understand. I don't know if it's like a copyright thing or what, um, because he is Red Robin in the comics. Um, I really like this one, though. It's a Hot Topic exclusive. Um, they did a really good job of it. Like, I was blown away. Um, he's wearing, he's holding his boa staff. Uh, his costume has all these details on it. He's got double bandoliers, even though he doesn't use guns. I guess that's what he's using instead of a utility belt. Uh, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with Red, Ro- Red Robin. Sorry, I don't know why I said Red Wing Robin very disappointed in myself, um, the way they sculpted, I know this is going to sound really lame, but, like, the way they sculpted his hair, it's, like, pushed back, like, it looks like real hair, you know, it's not just, like, oh, wow, they spray-painted some, you know, black on his head, so that's hair, like, it looks like it's real, like, that's how hair would be, um, so I think it looks really good, he's wearing the domino mask a lot, like Nightwing, um, he's got his, I mean, he's got his cape on, um, his cape's a little bit different, it's like a segmented, it's not like a full-on cape like Batman has or anything, fun fact, he's the only one that actually was a Robin and then went on to the next phase and actually still has a cape, I just realized Nightwing doesn't, Red Hood doesn't, very interesting, but yeah, I really like this one, uh, surprisingly... I love this one. You know, I'm not a big fan of, like, pops that don't have cowls. But I really like this one. I think it's because of the hair. Like, I don't know why, but I just, I love it. Um, I'm just, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I really like this one. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think this one, if I wanted to get nitpicky with it, they could have given him an action pose. But the detail in this one's so good that it distracts me from that, you know. So I'm probably going to give this one a five. All right, so the last one I'm going to talk about is Batgirl so um this Batgirl is actually not like your this is her fairly new costume so I think it was in 2014 she wore this costume it's like a more like casual jumpsuit costume uh, I actually like it a lot um she has so it's purple and yellow because that's her jam um you can actually see the seams which is weird you don't really see that with costumes, you know. I'm still not sure how they get out of, in and out of those costumes sometimes, (laughs) but, uh, so, like, it's, like, she's got the seams, um, it looks like something that, like, if you wanted to fight crime, like, you'd go buy from Hot Topic, and then you'd go fight crime, um, which I think is what they're going for with, like, the more casual look, but she's got her hands on her hips, you know, classic female action pose. She's got her utility belt, which is kind of more like a, like a ninja set, you know, where it's strapped to the side of, like, their hip. She's got they gave her, like, little wings on her eyes, I guess, to make her more feminine. Um, I guess options are pretty limited, but, uh, yeah, looking at, like, the the other ones that they've done, um, it's been, like, three lines to show that she has eyelashes. I don't know. Uh, so, that's kind of funny. I guess you do what you gotta do. Uh, but, like, this is just a really, like, casual look. Like, she's just, you know, palling around the rooftops of Gotham, kicking criminal butt, and... I don't know, I guess going home and, you know, this is like that costume where you're like, you know, if you're lazy like me, you go home and you don't feel like changing. So you just like lay there in your work outfit. This is like that kind of costume that you can wear and it won't be awful. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I like it a lot. Uh, I think it's a really good design. Uh, I'll give this one a four. Uh, I think they could do a little bit more, but I'm really waiting for them to do an Oracle pop. I think that would be cool. She did so much as Oracle. I think we need to remember that. We need to embrace that um Oracle was so after the Joker shot her and paralyzed her uh in the killing joke she became Oracle and she became like this computer genius so if you've seen young justice season 3 she's that computer genius um Oracle and she actually like she had a huge role to play uh, she created the birds of prey during that time it was a really big deal um so I'd love to see that but that's all the pops uh there're like a whole bunch of other ones um but those are the ones that really stick out to me uh for each character so I hope you enjoyed talking about them. Um, I mean, they're really awesome. I think, and honestly, like, I mean, you can't go wrong with the Bat family because they're they're iconic. So people are going to want them. You know, we're obsessed with the Bat family, uh, especially since it's like this guy who's supposed to be a loner who has this huge family of people that help him. We're just like, huh, this guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So that finishes up that section and we're going to go straight into the concept pop. So I think I'm going to forego what I normally do. Because talking in this episode actually gave me a fantastic idea of what they might be doing in the near future. Um, So instead of doing concept, you know, the concept pop discussion and the discussion, let's talk about the future of the Bat family as Pops. Okay, so when I was talking earlier about how is Robin's 80th next year and that they could come up with other Pops like they did. Because, you know, what, Batman's 80th, they came out with like 30 different Pops, it seems like. Um, It wasn't that many, but it felt like it was a lot because it was just that one character not saying i didn't buy them all but you know it is a thing so uh i would love to see a robin 80th line i think that would be the perfect way to show all the different bat family members because this is the beginning of the of batman's partnership with other people you know that robin that first tim or that first dick Grayson and robin changed everything you know that i couldn't imagine batman without robin you know, Robin is what keeps him grounded, is what, you know, keeps him positive. You know, any that he hasn't had Robin around, like, he's gone down a really dark path. Yeah, I mean, I can't understate, or I can't overstate how important Robin is to the Batman mythos. And I think it needs to be celebrated that he's having his 80th next year. And I think that needs to be celebrated with a whole bunch of Batman family pops. So, I want to see all of the Bat family members, well, I guess really all of the Robins, in their batman forms so in like battle for the Cal, they all took up the Cal. um jason todd had a batman outfit tim drake had a batman outfit dick grayson had a batman outfit uh they've done future timeline stuff where damian wayne was batman um all the costume designs were awesome i want to see all of their batman forms i think that would be so cool that is a set i would definitely buy um Especially because Battle for the Cow was such a pivotal moment for Dick Grayson. Because that's, you know, so at the beginning, he didn't feel like he should beat Batman. You know, he thought that Bruce would rather him continue his Nightwing and let the Batman, you know, the Batman mantle die. And that whole storyline, yeah, there was stuff going on, but it was really about Dick Grayson accepting that responsibility. And, I mean, that's huge. Especially for a legacy character. You know, you can say all day that when, you know, Batman's gone, I'll be Batman. But to actually take on that cow to take on that weight, I mean, that's a heavy load. And not many people are willing to do that. So, him doing that was a huge moment. So, I would love to see them all in their Batman forms. Especially, like, I don't know. I'm, like, a little nerdy collector dude. So, I would do, like, you know, a line of their... So, okay, so... They should also come out with the Robin forms of all of them, because here's what I would do. So, bottom level, all the Robins in a row, and then I'd get, like, you know, those little, like, those little, like, platforms. So, the second row would be their legacy character, or would be the legacy characters, like Nightwing, Red Hood, Red Robin, Uh, well, Damian Wayne doesn't have one right now, Um, but, and then, The next level would be their Batman forms. And it'd show, like, the transition. I would... ah man, that would be awesome. I would be all over that. Wow. (laughs) I really hope they do that. I Man. I think that'd be really cool, having all their Robin forms. Because they have... I mean, they all have different designs. And then showing, you know, the legacy. And then showing them in their final Batman forms. That would be so cool. I'd be all over that. Wow. Yeah. I mean... I think at least we need that, you know, and I think just more bad family representation would be good. Uh, You know, there's so many characters in there, but they all have really iconic designs. You know, we're just now finally getting a Huntress pop, which is surprising because of, you know, her turn on Arrow. You think she would have been a little bit more popular in the Zeitgeist, but I'm excited that we're finally getting one of that. We need an Oracle pop, man. Hell, you know what? do Oracle Black Canary and Huntress in a 3 pack people will buy it you know birds of prey get that get that going um it would confuse everybody because of the fact that Oracle's on in the Birds of Prey movie coming up but that's a discussion for another day <laughs> so i mean we need an Oracle pop she did so much during that time uh we need a Jim Gordon pop we need a Jim Gordon Batman pop yes that's what we need. We need... Okay, so if you've seen, like, the Diva pop, where there's a six-inch uh, mech armor, and then the little Diva inside, we need that for Batman... Or for Jim Gordon, Batman, and his little robot. I guess not a little robot. It's a huge robot. But I we need... I mean, we need it. Like, A, it was an awesome design. B, that's a little... That's not a very well-known era of Batman, I think, so I think we should, like, throw that out there. I mean, anything Scott Snyder is going to be awesome, so we just need to make pops of anything like that, like the Dark Knight's Metal, Uh, but we need that, you know, and get, like, you know, a classic Jim Gordon. Uh, I mean, there's just so many people that they could do. I think Batman 80th was dedicated to Batman. I think Robin's 80th need to be dedicated to everybody in his family. That's just my opinion. We need an Alfred. If you want to do some Batman stuff, throw in old man Batman from uh what's it called? Batman Beyond, you know, make it happen. Um but like that's something that I think I think would be really cool for them to do. And you know, it'd be honoring the character. It's honoring Batman in a different way because it's giving him the people that he needs the most. I don't know, that's super corny, but like it's it's the truth, you know. Without the people around him, Batman would have either died or killed someone a long time ago. They're the people that keep him honest, they're the people that remind him of why he's doing this. And that way he doesn't succumb to vengeance and he remind he stays focused on justice. And these people need a light shine on them, you know? How about this? Why like what about a bluebird pop? You know, who's bluebird? Oh, you don't know. Like that's Harper Rowe. Um she's an electrical engineer and she is really awesome. Uh what about a signal pop? You know, Duke Thomas. He started a Robin movement that actually like Helped out Gotham, and then he ended up working with Batman, and now he's a Signal, which is, like, the daytime Batman. Um, You know, you got all the characters from Batman Inc., Batwing, you know, the African Batman. Like, it's crazy how much you could do with this. So, I really hope to take the chance to. um, Man, I mean, just, just give me the Robin set, and give me the Batman set. Because now that I've said that, it's all I want in my life. Just give me that, that's all I ask for. Uh but if you want to give me other stuff, you know, I wouldn't complain, you know. Uh but yeah, I think next year should be the year of the Robin. I hope that they do that. I really do. Although, you know, I think next year is the year of the Joker, so they may just do that instead. But it is what it is. Alright. I mean I think I hope you see why I think that could be such a, a cool idea. And you know what? Tell Funko, tweet Funko, let them know this is what we want. This is our stand. We are... Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay. So, <laughs> that Duke Thomas Robin movement I talked about was, uh, We Are Robin. We should definitely start trending hashtag We Are Robin, like, for the Robin's 80th. And we tell Funko, hey, let's make this happen. Um, And we'll see what happens, you know? I mean, some of the stuff I've talked about on here has come true. So... I mean, it's probably just because, you know, it's the most obvious solution to come out with, like, the villains of My Hero Academia and the Cabbage Cart guy. <laughs> but, you know, I'm also just going to pretend like it's because people listen to me and they think my ideas are good and they make them happen. Um, so we're going to go with that one. <laughs> so I hope We Are Robin happens. I hope I just hope that we get something like that. I think that'd be really cool. As an avid DC fan collector, I'd be all over that. Yeah, so that's my little... uh diatribe about robin and the supporting characters so next thing i'm going to talk about i'm just gonna talk about some funko news so all right here we go that was supposed to be like newsroom i don't know if it sounded like that um it sounded better in my head but uh, so big news the new york comic-con ones came out this week so if you're lucky enough to pick some of those up uh, let me know i was lucky i had to make some tough calls uh because of you know, I don't have all the money in the world, but I was able to pick up, you know, Dobby, Hero Killer Stain, Cabbage Park Cart Guy, which I had to pick up because, like I said, as our podcast, I made that happen. Um, so I would have been a, a tragedy not to get that one. Um, and I got Butt Stallion from Borderlands, which I think is going to look really cool. I'm really excited about that one. I hope it's really glittery and diamondy because uh, it's a diamond unicorn. But so if you pick me, I hope you pick some of those up. Uh, if not, go check out your local retailers, you know, GameStop. Um, Think Geek, Box Lunch, they all got them right now. Um, Funko Shop, so check them out. Um, I still see them on the GameStop's website, so you still have a chance. But and coming up is actually the LA Comic Con exclusives. So I think that's actually next week. Um, Those ones actually look really cool too. There's three of them, so they're all going to be shared with Hot Topic. But this Cosmic Ghost Rider with uh, Baby Thanos, and Cosmic Ghost Rider is a really cool design where Ghost Rider or so Punisher gets killed, makes a deal with the devil, becomes Ghost Rider, goes out into the cosmos, makes a deal with with Galactus, becomes his herald, so he has Silver surface powers too, uh, and goes insane. So um, he's a really cool design. Um, I love the baby Thanos because it really reminds me of like Endgame where they were like, why don't we go back in time and kill baby Thanos? Because um, he tried and he couldn't because he was like, it's just a baby. Um, <clears throat> so definitely be keeping on the lookout for that. That should be at the end of the week. Um, there's also Harley Quinn dresses Robin, uh, as an avid fan of Harley Quinn, I'm just going to tell you now, I'm definitely buying it. Um, it's just her in a Robin outfit, which I am totally about. So, uh, if you like that, go for it. Um, and then there's Corrupted Venom, which is Venom controlled by Null, which is the symbiote god. Um, he has a cool, like, red spiral on his face. It looks really cool. If you're a big fan of the, the symbiote line, it's a really good design. So go check that one out. Um, so those are coming out. Uh, Funkoverse came out, so <clears throat> that is a strategy game based off Funko. Uh, I talked to my local retailer, and she told me all about how um, it's really based off of the idea of like Dungeons and Dragons, um, and each set can still use like you can use different characters for each set. So if you bought the Rick and Morty one, but you really want to play the DC set, you can use the Rick and Morty characters for that one. They're interchangeable, which I think is really cool, um, and it's really going to make people want to buy them all. But So that came out. So if you're into board games and you're into Funko, definitely pick it up. Um, they're a little bit smaller than Pops. So if you just like collecting things, you can get a little bit smaller versions of those characters. Uh, they have DC right now, which is Batman. And they have Rick and Morty and they have Harry Potter and Golden Girls. So if any of those fandoms are yours, go pick it up. Uh, I'm actually thinking about... It's actually... So it's like $25 for the two-pack and then $40 for the four-pack. Uh, it's a little bit pricey, but the box art looks beautiful. The game looks fun. I'm really excited about it. Uh, when I pick it up, I'm actually probably going to do a review of it on my Patreon. So if you want to find out more about that, you'll have to go check it out. But I'm really excited about this, and I really want to check it out. Um, some of the pops I've seen. So since New York Comic Con just came out, they haven't really been too big on like releasing other pops. Um, but I saw some new Disenchanted pops, or Disenchantment. So if you're into Disenchantment, go check them out. If you can, they may have already been gone. They came out with the new My Hero Academia. Um, so this is like Teacher All Might, Silver Age All Might, um, Red Riot, uh, tokiomi you know, Dark Shadow, which looked awesome. Um, so if you're into My Hero Academia, definitely grab those. I just got a couple of my Villains um, collectibles that I picked up. So from AAA Anime and Gal- uh, Galactic Collectibles. So those are shipping now. So if you got those, check them out. Um, they look really nice. I'm really excited about them. Glad we getting more villain representation, both in the manga and in this, so it's kind of going hand in hand. Um, <clears throat> they also came out with some new Spyro, uh, so if you're into that, if you were into like the big like remaster, they have like the bad guys, you know, Nasty Nork, Ripto. Uh, they have Spyro like when he's flying, which is really cool. Uh, they have the Marvel Holiday ones. I love it. So like Thanos is wearing a ugly Christmas sweater with Death on it. Um, and if you're familiar with the comics, you know he's obsessed with Death, and that's actually why he did the snap. Um, And I thought that was just really hilarious, but so the new holiday ones are out. So go check those out Um, And finally if you're into Hello Kitty, uh, they come out with a whole bunch of Hello Kitty ones. Um I don't know too much about Hello Kitty, but if you're a fan, they look pretty cool Uh, She has like little 8-bit collectibles that are with her, but Those are the ones that I've seen definitely go check them out. Um, I think target is doing a bunch of Star Wars stuff Uh, They're starting to release like the rise of Skywalker pops So be on the lookout for those if you're hyped for the movie uh, I'm still mixed on the movie, but, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I think that's everything that I have. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to all of you. Um, uh, if you like what you hear, go ahead and go on to, you know, Apple podcasts <clears throat> and leave, uh, leave me a review, uh, preferably five stars. Uh, if you leave me a five star review, uh, I'm going to do, I'll, I'll tell everyone, you know, I'll give you a little shout out. I'll tell you them what you did within the review. You know, I really want to start sharing this podcast with more people, and to do that, I got to get higher in the algorithm. So I need more people saying that this thing rocks. So I hope that you'll do it. I'm really excited to tell people what you think of my show, and if you're interested in following into my social medias, uh, so my Twitter is at Goes Fandom, my Facebook is just Pop Goes the Fandom, my Instagram is Pop Goes the Fandom 19. I'm mostly active on there, and if you want to just learn more content, um, you know, different things like that Funkoverse review I'm talking about, um, my Concept Pop podcast, my I'm actually going to start talking about more like reviews on things, like I'm going to do a little thing about Joker that just came out, um, and my thoughts, and what it means for the genre Um, go check out my Patreon, my Patreon is Battleborn94 Um, yeah I'm definitely trying to branch out on there, try to give you more content but until then, I mean that's, but that's all I have. Uh, this is Tyler with Pop Goes the Fandom popping off.